My dear second graders, it's great to be with you this morning in this first Holy Communion. And even though this is the last of the four, I still find it necessary that I need to help to get some help from you. I need some important information from you to assist in my homily. So let's start over here. I need to know your favorite food. Can you tell me your favorite food? Spaghetti meatballs? Good stuff. Favorite food? Someone. Yes. What'd you say? Cool Whip. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> the reason I ask about that is because we notice when we eat things like spaghetti and meatballs or Cool Whip, we don't just become a big spaghetti and meatball. We don't become a big piece of Cool Whip. But that food we eat becomes part of us and helps us to build the energy we need, and then we grow. We grow from being this big to this big, or however big the Lord calls us to, to grow. So that being said, we notice how Holy Communion is different. Because those things that we eat, like Cool Whip and spaghetti and meatballs, are good as we do the tasks that we live every day. But then there are some other tasks, some other things that would be more ordered toward the life of God, more ordered toward the kingdom. So today is World Day of Prayer for Vocations. So really when we boil it down, we notice we're all called to the same vocation and that vocation is holiness. But what does holiness mean? Well, holiness just means that we're, we're trying to be more like Christ. So if we're gonna to try to become more like Christ, he actually invites us to take part in his body and blood. Not that it becomes part of us, but that we become part of him. We actually become more and more like Christ as we worthily partake of the sacred Eucharist, the body, blood, soul, and divinity of the Lord. We actually become like other Christs in, in the world helping to build up the kingdom. And that's pretty amazing. And as we do that, we notice we're becoming more like Christ. We're living that vocation of trying to be holy like him. But then we also notice that there are four other vocations that we're constantly praying for in our prayer for vocations. Do you, any of you remember one of those four vocations that we're talking about when we do our prayer for vocations? Yes? No, that's something else. Something else. Yes? No, that's something else too. You're talking about the, the types of prayer I talked about in another homily. Yes? No, that's one of the sacraments. Anybody else want to try? Anybody over here want to try? One of, the, one of the four vocations that we pray for? No, I'm getting some heads. No, don't call on me. Do you have a guess for me? Yeah, we're talking about... Anyway, let me help you out some. So in our prayer for vocations, and we'll pray that later after the petitions, we're going to pray that people will be open to living life, lives of Christian marriage. Does that sound familiar? Marriage. Then we also talk about priesthood. We're going to talk about consecrated religious life and also the chaste single life. So all of us usually fall into one of these categories. And as we live in one of these categories, we're living it out. We notice it helps us to be like Christ. And that's where the grace of the Eucharist is helpful. If we're more like Christ, we can live as a better husband and father. Because even though Jesus wasn't married, he has his bride, the church. 
And he talks about laying down his life for his bride, the church. So his husbands and wives are imitating Christ and being like other Christs in the world. They also are laying down their lives for their spouses. And that's why we need the, the supernatural food of the Eucharist. And also, many men are, are ordained to the priesthood. But once again, it's Jesus, the high priest, that we are supposed to imitate as we sanctify, as we teach, as we shepherd God's people. So now, speaking of shepherding, this is also Good Shepherd Sunday because the Lord talks about shepherding us in today's gospel. And that's important for us as well because he tells us that no one can take us out of his hand. And then he also tells us no one can take us out of the Father's hand. And that might make us feel pretty good, and that's awesome. But notice, it doesn't say that we can't jump out of his hand ourselves. We do now have free will. And this celebration of your first communion is also really a celebration of your free will. Because now as you're growing older, becoming more mature, you have entered into this, this life of uh, knowing the difference between good and bad, and also reached the age of reason. Knowing that the Eucharist isn't ordinary food, but you've learned that it's the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus. But in that free will, you also have the free will to say, no, God, I'm not interested. I'm going to jump out of your hand and try to do something in a different way apart from you. And of course, that usually ends up bad for us, but we can repent and we can come back to the Lord. We can prepare once again to receive communion in much the same way that you're pre prepared for today. You all had the opportunity to go to confession first so you can receive him with a pure heart. And as you receive him with a pure heart, receiving that grace that comes from the sacrament. So then when, when we're tempted to jump out of the Father's hand or jump out of the hand of Jesus by doing things like stopping coming to Mass or committing some kind of another sin, we know that we have the opportunity to repent. We repent and we start over. We receive him with that, uh, with that pure heart so we can receive the grace he offers us. Finally, the sacrament you receive today is called Holy Communion. And here's where we talk about communion in the gospel today. Jesus said at the very last line, the Father and I are one. So that idea of them being one is a communion. The word communion means one with. Jesus is one with the Father. And the, the amazing thing for us, the good news for us, is that they invite us into that communion. They invite us to be one with them. So we underneath these sacred mysteries, responding to that love, responding to that invitation, responding that we may also be one with them.